0: Visualize something. <laughs> want to visualize? You are you are a race car driver, mm-hmm. all right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. I'm in All right, I'm ready.
0: Let's. You're not the best. Oh. <laughs> you're just not. You're not the best there ever was. Okay. But you're competent. You're a professional. You can you can you know you can go to family gatherings. You can go to bars, and you can be like, I'm a professional race car driver. And they can be like, Have I heard of you? Oh, okay. Well. Hmm. But you are you are that you are technically that, you know, you got sponsors, you you have a team you're a part of
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and you're and you're you got this moment where you're like, OK, why well, can I can kind of move up in, in the, the racing world, the, the driving world? I can improve my name here. Uh-huh. And for this whole race, you've done a decent job. You've made some mistakes, you know, traded some paint, Rubbin's racing and all that. But. You're in the final lap here Uh But your crew chief is suspicious That there is something wrong There's something Not necessarily wrong with the car Maybe something wrong with you Maybe you took a hit to the head or something Because Uh On the last lap (laughs) You you come in on the radio (laughs) And you tell him I'm going to give the people What they want (laughs) And this is the last thing he ever hears from you because for seemingly no reason at all, you jerk the wheel and explode into the into the, the, the far right wall in the last turn in a spectacularly a spectacular explosion. And this no one ever understands why. Partly because there is no conceivable explanation as to what happened I mean I mean you, you, maybe you had some demons or something or maybe you were just an idiot this whole time but most of all, the reason they don't know why is because they don't freaking care anymore <laughs> so we're gonna talk about listeners the la- we just watched the last two episodes of listeners story
1: is totally week. unrelated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I just wanna I just wanna tell y'all a, a little a little story. Um I wanna go back to before episode 10. Or I wanna go back to when episode 10 was the most recent episode I had seen. Yeah, like And what when I watched happened? episode eleven. <laughs> boy, I I assure you I do not know. So <coughs> when I watched episode eleven. You know, I, I write down my little segments that I can fill out in my mm-hmm, notes. Mm-hmm. There was no pop-off for Episode 11.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Episode 11 felt like just a mess, uh, filler, a complete waste of time. It, it felt like they wanted to be Avatar The Last Airbender, where you bring back all of the people you've seen so far so that, you know, they can kind of have uh, they can have all the loose ends tied up. But what happens is it just highlights the fact that those episodes were wastes of time yeah. because this goes completely nowhere and it doesn't just go nowhere as in, you know, Oh, they failed because that isn't going nowhere. That's, you know, that that's, <laughs> there's two possible outcomes is this works or it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That that means something mm-hmm. in a story. Usually this meant nothing. There there was no lesson learned. There was, this felt like it was a part of You know what this felt like? What? This felt like a video game tie-in. Where like they don't have the same story, but the story can't interfere with where the, the series or the or the the movie goes. It was like where here, what happened? Was there some period of time where we could place a video game that it would not interfere with the story overall? That's what it felt like, and it it, it made it to where like, I mean in particular, uh, Roz, mm-hmm. she's a great example of wow, your episode and your arc mean absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of this story. Like, uh, and then what's his face the. the the former prince or whatever and the knight. Mm -hmm. it was like yeah your usefulness did not go beyond the one episode you were featured in early on because your usefulness in the original show you were in which has decided to change formats for this one last episode i guess because they just wanted to have all of these characters have some kind of different purpose mm-hmm. After they already served their purpose The original point was <clears throat> They existed to be kind of nodes On this adventure For the sake of the main character's development Right Which was how it should have stayed It was, it was where it was most effective In this way Only Roz really sticks out as a useless character That didn't contribute anything And to this day, or I mean, to this day, even up to the last episode, is not a likable or relatable character whatsoever. Like, it does that. They did. um, I'll get into this later. But they did that (laughs) thing where it's like, uh, oh, Roz was the one who knew better, even though she was literally just as wrong as everyone else. She just doesn't get reprimanded for it for whatever reason. Uh, she was, she was wrong in the exactly the same way on the opposite side, but no one says anything about it. I think, I think maybe Roz is not, not a very fun person to be friends with. But
1: <laughs> They, they um, also, they also are incredibly like, it felt so inconsistent.
0: Oh man, dude, the, the pacing, the tone mm-hmm. was just a grab bag. It, it, it was the pa- it was a gift basket. The pacing
1: was the pacing was awful. I I yeah. could
0: I, like <laughs> I I when watched... they have them like use the weapon super early in the episode and there's it seems like they're convinced they're making you think it could work and I'm like what are you what <laughs> where have you been <laughs> also the
1: last episode's pacing um, okay
0: we'll. <laughs> <laughs> Are we jumping to the last no, no, episode because it wouldn't surprise me We were just episode talking about We're just talking so about pacing.
1: I, I, can't, I can oh, barely yeah. remember episode 11 And uh, we watched the Okay, we watched <laughs> both of these episodes I remember last episode night. 10
0: like I watched it Yeah we w- I remember episode 10 like I watched it yesterday I don't remember barely anything from episode 11 That I did not write down In mm-hmm. episode 12 By the time I woke up this morning I had forgotten what happened
1: Yeah, I so last night we texted each other we We're like hey we're, I'm about to watch uh, li- The last two episodes of listeners And Tim was like yeah same And both of us were Eerily quiet for the rest Of the night <laughs> So <laughs> well, I, I, think I knew that he experienced The same thing that I did
0: <laughs> What I Okay <laughs> <laughs> You know in some way In some way I wanted to be wrong mm, mm. So that was part of the reason I didn't say anything cuz I was like I didn't want to influence what he's what I'm going to hear from him first. Mm, mm. So instead I wanted to start off with a story and maybe <laughs> see how it was interpreted. Because at the end of it all what I have to say about the first 10 episodes of listeners is that it's about a 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. that had a really strong start, a really forgettable mi- mi- uh, middle.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Really really forgettable middle. Yeah. Mm. Didn't realize I was making a tug twister, but, <laughs> but then at the, at the last moment kind of turns it around. Yeah. It seemed like that a flat tire, but they, they,
1: they straightened it out in the pit and they're, they're on their way for yeah. at least like a podium place.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I was going to say, it's like, okay, well, I mean, your career is going to continue at least,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then you freaking die in a, In an accident that no one else was involved in, there is no perceivable (laughs) stimulus that caused you to go off the road and they were never able to recover your remains and no one remembers you because no one is going to remember listeners as a result of these last two episodes. I am 100% convinced. Like, this, in whatever way, this could have been memorable. Mm. This morning, I woke up with uh one of the songs stuck in my head. And it's that one that plays in the Jimmy flashback, where you know, Echo talks about he locked eyes with Jimmy and it has that delicious guitar riff opening that mm-hmm. then you know is followed by like the tambourine coming in and it makes you think, oh, this is gonna be great. You know, it's like a it's like a, a nice nice classic rock song. Yeah. This morning, when I woke up with that in my head, <laughs> I thought. What is that from? (laughs) Is that from Fully (laughs) Cooley? You know, something memorable. I I immediately thought the thing that I watched last night, that's not from that. All right. I didn't didn't even consciously think that's not from that. I thought, is that from something that is memorable that left any impression whatsoever? (sighs) I
1: I almost like. It was making me sad. Like, I I sat there completely oh, yeah, no, emotionless. Like, I, they were, like, watching the finales, it was like, <laughs> this is not even affecting in any way. When when I, th- yeah, no. I thought that it was building, or like, I thought that maybe episode 11 was garbage. And then, like, when it showed...
0: Yeah, I was going to be able to put that to bed. When, I was when, like, okay, that was a waste of time, but episode 12 will be Echo's episode. Yeah,
1: when Echo was just standing there... I was like, okay, we're getting to some meat.
0: The end of episode 11 gives you your your tease Mm -hmm. for, you know, the ending of this story, the the hero triumphantly coming to the rescue.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But then Echo starts acting like Echo from Roz's episode, (laughs) who is a completely different character that we've now only seen for a second time.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And he's only here for the finale. Uh, and then he turns into a different version of Echo after the credits to just make sure there's nothing left. Just just to make sure th- there was no reason to remember this whatsoever. They did you stick around for end of the credits?
1: Yeah, they, they like reverted him back to where he was <laughs> at the beginning you know I mean? of the show. Yeah, and Literally. He didn't
0: remember anything that happened in also, the finale.
1: Also, they just they took away the Jack, which was like the best part of episode ten.
0: Yeah. So so episode ten being the the good message, which is you it's like you're at the crossroads because you are only potential. You've you've not you've not walked down a path. You've not chosen what you're gonna be. You know, mm-hmm. there isn't a death and rebirth it's not you know millions of versions of future echoes were just sacrificed for this one right it's like nope immediate reversion we're going back to where it was and it's like wow you get an f you you literally you are incorrect yeah this isn't subjective you objectively wrote a bad thing when they did that however what's interesting is at that point where that happened I started laughing because there was no there was no anger at that point. Everything up to that point was so mediocre, so unsatisfying and Mm -hmm. so forgettable that by the time they decided to twist the knife and make sure no remains would be found of their body like they you know, the the planes coming down now. So they Mm -hmm. decide they're going to smash it into the side of a mountain. I didn't freaking care anymore. Like, I, I was completely indifferent to them undoing anything good that they had done so far. I, I and it, there were there was uh, sorry,
1: go ahead. no, it's just like I was, I was I was kind of in just disbelief. Also, with the fact that the third episode, or, sorry, the third episode, now I'm getting my words mixed up. The last episode had three endings. <laughs>
0: like it- i couldn't even keep track because because i think by the time i started seeing the second ending happen i had disregarded the fact that any ending was going to happen mm-hmm. i was like this is just aimless wandering mm-hmm. this is platitudes this is this is like maybe at best we're going for some kind of sanctimonious season 2 tease which i would not watch no if you if you if you cause your season 1 ending to be such a catastrophe I'm not going to watch season two. Like, yeah, I, th- this was supposed to be a one season series. That's what all of the writing has been leading up to, to destroy it to such a complete degree in order to, I don't even know if this was the intent, but it feels like a, a just soulless attempt at teasing a second season. I, 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 I want nothing to do with you. Yeah, frankly.
1: Uh, what, what a drag.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the closest. Now, see, there is good, but I'll have to get to it later because it's so buried. And it, in the end is meaningless. It goes nowhere. All it is is like, I mean, that sounds good for the sake of real life, but it certainly means nothing in the context of the show it came from. Because nothing did in yeah. the end, but like as uh, it, far okay, so episode eleven, nothing memorable, N- nothing to take from that. Uh, episode twelve. Oh, let me just get in one more awful thing that was indefensible about episode twelve. <laughs> the fact that Tommy Walker gets some kind of weird yeah, what was that weird redemption after his death? What like when Tommy Walker was like a a completely sociopathic murderer. And,
1: and he paint, painted himself like he was right. Like he, Just, he was like, see, I was right the whole time. It was like, no, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was so bizarre. And also flew in the face of the message the show was attempting at the time, I would like to add. So even if they didn't make this crash and burn at the end, the message they were attempting... It didn't line up with, which I guess we could get into the message, which I think was good. Mm -hmm. But Tommy Walker getting a post death redemption only through the merit of a person who saw him have the redemption decided that it counts, I guess, decided it had emotional impact, which if I was her, I would have been like, I'm hallucinating. This is weird. I need to. I, this would never happen. Yeah. This is nonsense.
1: Because why would he say something this out of character?
0: Yeah. Something that flies in the face of everything he ever did in his in his life.
2: Uh,
0: and, and also is it makes no sense in the context of what I am seeing right now. <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, so for episode 11, there was no pop off. It was just a mess. Nothing, no entertainment, no enjoyment at any point Uh, I guess we should uh, correct ourselves from the previous episode Because I got confused because uh, Mew was using the royal us and royal we When she was referring to herself as listeners And the fact that listeners is plural So I thought the earless were actually called listeners And I'm like, ooh, that's interesting, but even because because earless <sighs> hang on okay I this has to hurt <laughs> earless is obviously something that the humans are calling them mm-hmm. because the humans cannot it the, from the human's perspective, the earless do not understand them mm-hmm. so like they they cannot hear what humans hear you know if if humans encountered an alien race, just just random example who got nothing from music and had no comparable thing mm-hmm. for them, it would be us or them. Like there would be no coexisting in, in, only extinction could follow. If yeah. we encountered a, an alien race that could not get the thing that we get from music, they cannot be reasoned with like, th- this is going to come to the last one standing. <laughs> that That is, you know, conveyed with the earless is like these are monsters who cannot be taken seriously as being on the same level. because if there's one thing that can unite literally every living human, it would be music or it would be art. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess in the case of deaf people who've been deaf their entire life, they, they don't seem to have any issue relating to people in the same way when it comes to like partaking in some, some form of art. Yeah. But with music, it's very easy, like you, you can get people who, who, I mean, you could get racists to see the humanity in someone if <laughs> there was music involved. And I mean, Daryl Davis yep. literally does that. Yep. Like that is why Daryl Davis kind of has, is holding the skeleton key. Is because he's a brilliant musician who has toured the world internationally. Thus, you know, I mean, he talks about I had a uh, what does he say? He says I, I had a an international upbringing because he was uh, on military bases uh-huh. uh, his whole life. So when he sees someone who is a racist, he can literally rationalize it as oh, this is they just came from a different culture. So I can learn something from them. And they have no choice but to learn something from me. Right. And he he's frequently does it through music. Uh, for people who don't know who Daryl Davis is, I guess I should clarify. But Daryl Davis is the jazz musician who has converted thousands of KKK members. Yeah. Uh, and he, he is a black man. And he's somehow able to get them to become friends with him first. And then they inevitably leave the KKK. Yeah, because of the conflict
1: uh, that arises in their own mind about their ideology. Yeah,
0: yeah, because they go back to a a meeting or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they hear something said where it's like, well, that doesn't apply to Daryl. I know that's not Daryl. And then it's like, oh, whoops, no longer racist. (laughs) I can no longer lump these people into the same category, which is literally the freaking attempted message of listeners imagine this show if it had not been hopelessly mishandled hopelessly i, I should say i, I mean that I, I mean that it's hopeless i don't even there know there is no fixing this i now. don't know
1: who to blame this on though
0: the writer this is the kind of thing you blame on the writer okay unless unless the adaptation went rogue in which case you blame the screenplay writer like if this was, when I say the writer but the first time, I meant like the 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 writer of the manga.
1: Well, listeners <clears> wasn't a manga, was, yeah, but
0: yeah. Okay, well, hmm, yep. You blame the writer of the show. Yeah, th- this is a mistake that is not made by a director. Okay. Um. I I would say there is nothing done correctly by the director yeah, in I mean, the last two episodes. The
1: director's in charge of pacing, right?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you right now, a good director can fix any amount of bad pacing. I mean, you look at what Steven Spielberg was able to do with Ready Player One, a a horrible story from the get-go. But the fact that he was able to make it somewhat tolerable and have a somewhat perceivable beginning, middle, and end, that, that was a godlike move. Like, you have to be Steven Spielberg in order to make Ready Player One look like a story at all, instead of just masturbatory, plagiaristic references. Look, I'm a nerd.
1: I, like, did. I didn't actually... watch it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, it's awful. Like, Ready Player One is an awful movie. Arguably Spielberg's worst he's ever made. Hmm. And partially reason why he he hasn't come back yet. But... uh. It's I would argue it's because of the story it's adapted from, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Spielberg's fault. Shouldn't have made the freaking movie. But uh, Ready Player One is a book by some some freaking loser. I can't remember his name, but (laughs) just just to give you an idea of how bad Ready Player One is. There's an entire segment of the book that is a one to one plagiarism. Of a scene from War Games. And that was the point of the section. Was there some challenge this guy has to do. Where he accurately reenacts a scene from War Games. As Matthew Broderick's character. Uh So what he put in the book is a (laughs) one-to-one recreation of that scene exactly. In book form.
1: Oh. If you ever
0: wanted to, if you ever wanted to look upon the face of a hack, a, a talentless waste of time, look up Ezra Klein, because that's his name. I finally remembered it. Uh, he he had he made some kind of and I, I always wanted to think.
1: Yeah, beady you eyes. <laughs>
0: That's the face of a hack, but I I remember when I first read it, I thought this was something that leaked. I was like, oh god, how embarrassing! But not not of player one, but a poem that he wrote oh. about about what he is, you know. And it reminded me of those satirical posts that people made around the time of, uh, you know, uh, um, the the Joker memes. Okay. Before the Joker movie, this you know, the, there was the Joker gamer memes and all that stuff where people were satirically referring to themselves as gamers. Oh, like, okay, yeah. You remember the you remember that that, <laughs> that t-shirt that that has been memed to death. That was like um uh it it was it was gamers don't. No, 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 wait. I'm a gamer not because I don't have a life, but because I have many. Oh, Do you my remember God. that t-shirt? <laughs> And that was like sold in Walmart, and you're like, God, that kid's gonna be bullied. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad, like he deserves to be bullied. Like this is gonna be a good lesson for him. It's like, don't freaking wear that to school, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but like, then the the memes, which were satirically that, did the modification, and it was like, I'm a gamer, not because I have no life, but because I hate women and minorities. <laughs> <laughs> but like Ezra Ezra Klein this the, he had a poem leak about him referring to himself as like is like a nerd or whatever talking about these things that he's like and he's like it's like Ezra you're a freaking loser like this is the kind of it's like nerds didn't become mainstream mm-hmm. the mainstream like took what nerds liked and made it profitable mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what happened like the MCU is not nerdy The MCU is what someone's dad watches, and he doesn't even watch all of them. Like, yeah. Anyway, like, you know, Ezra Klein thinking, you know, we are now on top of the world. I'm like, no, you're not. Like engineers and scientists are. But liking this, liking nerdy stuff is is no more cool than it ever was
1: yeah it's just but now there anyway, are things in the mainstream that you as a that have
0: adapted it in right. some way that have watered it down <laughs> to the point where the public can it's like palpable to them mm-hmm. but and you know i i say this fully fully self-aware that i that i have an anime podcast <laughs> that i am that i am getting <laughs> i am getting into so yes uh but in anyway <clears throat> A good director can fix a terrible script. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they can work with it. They can make it work. Uh, But when I say say good, I'm like, I'm really understating that. It takes a really good director Mm -hmm. to fix a terrible script. Uh, What you really, really want as a director is that the material itself is so good that you don't have to sweat so much. It's like, no, I can let this kind of – I can let the writing speak for itself – you know, you really want a Tucker and Dale versus evil level premise mm. where it's like the person watching has already been sold because the idea was so good. Yeah. So like e- even if the writing failed, how bad could it be? Because the premise is already so
1: good. I mean, like that, the the whole phrase, you know, this writes itself. I, but this whole yeah. this whole show. It feels like it's, it's been it, like kind of dancing with the idea of winning us over like the first episode was really good and hooked yeah but then after that it was like all right now we're just gonna kind of like tiptoe around what we're wanting to do and then we're just gonna not do it
0: (laughs) yes they tiptoed around it absolutely because it, it seems like they wanted to have more come later and i'm like that's this is not the hill to die on i mean fully Cooley had more that came later mm-hmm. and there is there is nothing more definitive than the ending of fully Cooley, right like that was the end of Nauto's story but uh <clears throat> they act like they wanted to do more later but they don't do anything to begin with And what I think is funny is that you watch the first episode and it's even present in the way that it's shot or uh, not the way it's shot, the way it's framed. You don't you don't shoot cartoons, ladies and gentlemen, but um, (laughs) the way the way things are framed in certain scenes, the first episode feels like it takes place in something bigger than the last episode does. Mm. The last episode feels impossibly small. Yeah, It feels like everything's been crowded into a pinhole. In fact, at some point, I almost thought that Londinium and Liverchester were right next door.
1: Doesn't it just... That's what it felt like. Doesn't it just freaking suck that this finale just, like, makes the whole show as a whole... Like, even the first episode now is tainted.
0: Even the Sex Pistols episode is tainted.
1: Like, every... It, it it weaved its way back and just kind of like left bombs. All of the bright,
0: yeah, all of the bright spots were stamped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was you want to talk about t- tying up loose ends. <laughs> it was like, I'm not letting any plot point walk out of here alive.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, the writer was I forgot that Lydon Richie came back to life.
0: Yes. Literally didn't come back to life Didn't come back to life The fact that they were never dead
2: uh,
0: And and the, the, the throwaway comment Is people just assumed we were dead And even Light and Richie being so charming Are able to add an entertaining comment Where they're like I was getting all choked up at my own grave You still can't save it <laughs> Such a disaster uh, it, yeah oh. it was it was a complete undoing of everything that was good originally now the, the the only thing that really undoes what was good about the original message is the fact that the the message now literally has to stand on its own mm-hmm. because the message that they give has nothing to do. With any kind of character arc That Echo or Mew went through The only thing that gets resolved Is the the conflict between the humans and the earless mm-hmm. And it, it Exists independently Of the struggles that they had it, Now Let me say that That would be okay In my opinion If it turned out That the stories of the main characters Kind of went somewhere and and you know we were the main focus and then you know the the grander conflict overall you know here here's the message here's what we learned you know and maybe it could be like here's what we learned from watching echo and mew because echo and mew's secret ingredient w- was literally there from the first episode mm-hmm. like it was literally just the way they treated each other from the beginning is The message being that's how we should treat people we don't know. That's literally the message is uh, treat people you don't know like you don't know them. Don't treat them like, you know, everything you need to like. okay. the message to listeners is prejudice is bad. Like, okay, yes, literally true. Yes. Good job. (laughs) We can. I'm ready to leave Sunday school.
1: A A plus for the bare minimum.
0: (laughs) Yes. Exactly, it's like, okay, that's day two of of, of five-year-old.
1: <laughs> day like, two of how to be human.
0: Yes, day two of how to be human. Actually, five-year-old's too late. You learn that when you're four.
1: That
0: you shouldn't <laughs> be prejudiced toward pe- towards people. Mm. <clears throat> like, like that's when humans develop their social side. Is, is they're like, okay, yep, I see a human. I don't know everything about him. And I can get something from them. They can get something from me. But yes, okay. I'm not saying that it's not a good lesson to teach. It's not a good, Not it's not a bad, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing to end on. But you would think there's something, there's a little more something going on. Yeah. At least between Echo and Mew and maybe what they're able to accomplish. Because what they do is basically say, that's bad, don't do it. But they don't, they don't, well communicate what happens if you don't do it cuz if you don't do it there's a lot of good that comes from it but they show us the world basically the same as it was before it's just now the earless look different and they're hanging out with the humans but like they don't show any sort of societal developments come from it
1: the most like that they the, do the, the most the away- they do is say like oh yeah things are going to change
0: like, and then they freaking don't Yeah. <laughs> In fact they go Back to where they were before Echo goes back to being A roadie I guess
1: Back to being lame Echo
0: Yes Back to being the one that you don't want to be Like you'll tolerate him At the beginning Under the assumption that this this kid is not going to stay like this
1: And then he like, doesn't That is why you tolerate and
0: then he The way of children <laughs> Yes like, he, he had become something. He he had kind of, you know, gone through the, the story of becoming a man. And then they just freaking undo it. It was astonishing. Uh, also, well, hmm, let's see. There's a lot that I could, there are many different directions I could go right now. I guess, since we're talking about the message mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like labels... Versus nobodies versus individuals. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, there's the labels, which are like, I don't need, you know, I know everything I need to know. When they see an earless. And the problem that creates is the earless, the earless in this example, I think it's really funky and really uh, uh, unsatisfying, incomplete, and inefficient. To look at the earless as like a different race of beings to look at it as like, well, that's, that's the message because first of all, it's too obvious. Right. And second of all, the earless are different from the humans at this time. And, and Mm -hmm. they're, they, their differences need to be reconciled in order for them to get along. And I don't think that's really the case (laughs) in the case of different races of people. Um, Quite obviously so. <laughs> uh, but but the, the issue that happens is I'm like, okay, I wrote down my, my pop-off for episode 12 because this is before I knew that it was going to be horrible and it was going to get unpopped. But the pop-off early on was the kind of revelation that listeners are the unknown that devours a rigid world. So like when you decide you don't need to know something, it will mm-hmm. become a monster that consumes you. Okay, especially when a society does it. When that's done on like a collective level, when when there is a collective uh, consensus—okay, not collect—well, consensus is collective. When there is a consensus that this is forbidden knowledge, we don't need to know this. Then that is what devours you. Right. That that is that is what <sighs> destroys that society. You know that that destroys the people in the society, and then the society falls. So it's like, all right, okay, this this works. This is effective. Where the earless are this thing that is whatever humans have decided they don't need to know, they don't need to get along with. And in the case of Roz, who still is wrong, has decided, okay, well then that is my only ally, and humans are are the ones I will label yeah, that, and I am against. That
1: unknown is my <laughs> only truth.
0: Yes, and she never gets her comeuppance for this Which is a sign that this person is a terrible writer Where it's like, no, Roz is literally wrong in the same way But in the inverse Like, she's just decided everything that is known is wrong And it's like, yep, that is just as, that is just as bad Literally just as bad Uh, It is why she's an isolated loser Who, who like doesn't change anything. She doesn't save a soul. (sighs) Literally, Uh, her, uh,
1: her whole thing was she needed to have her wall broken. Quite literally. Yeah. To let things Uh,
0: in. Yeah. But then at the end, you realize she's not learned anything. The thing she, she talks about, it's like, okay, so she's willing to work with Denka again, but there's there's no there, there's no way of saying that it isn't because she doesn't immediately fear for her life. Yeah. Like that could be that is the Occam's razor explanation, is that Denka would be a powerful ally. So as much as she uh hates Denka for betraying her and <clears throat> you know being part of the reason her father is killed
1: mm-hmm.
0: early on. This isn't because she forgives him. She almost makes it a point to not forgive. him. Yeah,
1: she said, I can't forgive you. But as long as we're working towards saving uh, Mew.
0: Yeah, which like the, the only reason she likes Mew is because Roz is a freaking. She only likes the earless. She she only likes Mew because she knows Mew isn't human. God, what an unlikable character. And
1: they tried they tried to do the like um when they were like oh if anybody can do it it's uh it's Echo and it's like I at this point I don't believe those words.
0: Yeah, yeah, at that po- at, at that point in episode 12 I didn't buy it. I bought it at the end of episode 10. Mm-hmm. But the way it was executed felt like it, it was written by different people mm-hmm. because the thing about episode 10 that was so cool was you're going to do something anyone could have done until you do it. Yeah. So the message... Oh my gosh. I
1: I had completely forgotten that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it was good. And thus, there was no trace of it. Because it was a part of a better show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (sighs) But Yeah. The, okay, so like the message being like, the, there's the labels, and then there's the nobodies, mm-hmm. which you know, Echo used to see him as, and I'm like, oh god, there's something there, there's seriously something there, where it's like, Echo and Mew now as characters <laughs> have helped develop each other, whereas like they they started off on one side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they become inverted, and thus are able to kind of balance each other, like, right, I'm I'm like, okay, this works as a as a story where two characters like this works as a romantic story Mm -hmm. where it's like you know a romantic story the bad ones are where there's only one character who changes it's like not only is that poor writing but it's not true but like
1: and if it is true it's not good
0: (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) but like uh with with mew she goes from you know, not knowing who she is, mm-hmm. but not caring, like she still sees herself as somebody. He sees himself as nobody, so he has no uh, ambition. He has no. He does. He sees no future for himself. She shows up, and now, okay, well, he sees a future in her, and this is, this is how this works. In real life is as soon as you see potential in someone else, you then know you must have potential mm-hmm. and um,
1: even subconsciously. This is why,
0: yes. And this, this is why it is uh, statistically empirically true that having kids makes you more successful. Hmm. Uh, I mean. Pff- you can the the best advice I, I not the best advice, the most empirical, as in cold data, just the numbers. best advice you can give a poor person is have kids because just looking at the way things go, that is the most effective, most reliable method of improving your standard of living. Hmm. Because that drives people because you you can't help but see potential in your own children, unless you're completely pathological and disturbed and seriously need help. You will see potential in your own children, which subconsciously or consciously forces you to see that you also have potential. Yeah. So, okay, Echo has to see that Mew has potential, so that sends him on a journey. So even if he's, whether or not he's saying it out loud, He thinks, well, I can help guide this person to their potential. And, you know, uh, other people see potential in you because they remind her of or uh, she reminds them of Jimmy. Right. But no one really sees any potential in Echo because he's kind of back there in the background. He doesn't draw too much attention to himself.
1: But then at the end, they pretend like they did.
0: Yes, they act like we've seen this all along. And I'm like.
1: There, when there was there was there was one part that i should have thought more of in the moment or th- i should have noticed more i should say not thought more that implies that it was a good moment um mm. but it was when it was at the end of episode 11 when uh when echo showed up <laughs> um Easy. and you know it was, it was within that like okay the next episode should be good um. But he stands at the top of that trash pile and he says this uh, trash, trash, trash. This is where I belong. And I'm like, wait, yeah, wait I have no minute.
0: idea what they were getting. At I was like,
1: "What?" like thinking back now, it's like, what do you what do you mean? Like, now, you literally decided that you weren't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what's what's with this this returning to infancy? What I what I was thinking, okay, maybe the way this is going is Echo represents greatness out of humble beginnings, and Mew would represent greatness out of a yes. destiny.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, I mean, you could argue both are destiny, but mm-hmm. Mew is sort of royalty. I mean, she for a while ends up being the king of the Earless, right? You know, she's possessed by that, so she she has. That would be shadow possession. So it's like the opposite of her is the king of the earless. You know, the the thing that she uh, has inside her but isn't currently embodying would be royalty. So, like, you know, she she's the one with the bloodline. Right. Echo is the nobody who has humble beginnings. And I'm like, OK, so maybe you just are in a really clunky way having this be like the the person who came from nothing is able to see where they came from and see how far they've come. And that, you know, motivates or inspires them or, or uh, steals them against what they're currently facing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if they have any self doubt, they can just see how far they've come by, by looking at the place that they came from. But I, I'm not convinced that's where it's coming from. and, And I'm actually not sure where it's coming from. It seems so clunky and, and um counterproductive that i i don't i don't know what to do with it yep which is a lot of these <laughs> last two episodes uh but anyway like like the the message being you have to see people as individuals is is where it's like you know i don't remember what me was saying but it was like uh we're nobody you like you don't know us Mm -hmm. you don't know anything about us and he's like you're right i don't know anything about you and you know nothing about me
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you don't know you know we don't know who each other are simply by looking at each other right which is okay that that's the thing that that bridges the gap between the earless and the humans is is the humans don't even know each other and the earless, you know, the thing that that brings the earless into view, you know, you, as soon as you can see <laughs> that you are not the same as your fellow human, that that plants the seed that well maybe the earless are not all the same. And maybe the earless don't even know each other. Yeah. Like that's all that's always kind of a uh uh what would that be? Kind of um what's this, what's the term that i'm looking for here
1: I, I i don't know
0: starting point uh the ignition key or something i don't know the the okay spark spark okay. works
2: yeah
0: the kind the kind of spark to to undo some way of thinking to un- undo your assumptions about something or some place mm-hmm. is that you see something you see an example of people from somewhere or people in, like, a field uh, or people in the same field. Not <laughs> be just two, two dudes hanging <laughs> out of field. like,
1: where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you see two people in the same field yeah. who just, like, have totally different goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but most of all, have never met each other. Don't even know who each other are. That that's a sign where you where you have to stop seeing something as homogenous, right? Like when you're like, I don't care for philosophers. I'm like, trust me, neither do philosophers. <laughs> like I, I philosophy is intimidating. All those people seem to know better than me. I'm like, yeah, they they think they know better than each other as well. So <laughs> there's there's plenty of diversity of thought in there, right? Boom. so yeah, okay, okay. So recognizing. Diversity of thought basically makes it makes it to where there is no foundation now for assuming like, you know, for, for labeling people.
1: Right. Because now they they fall under the the smallest of labels, the individual.
0: <laughs> yes. And once a label is so small, it's like this is the only useful version. It's just so a name tag. Yeah, and even then, there's a bunch of people with the same name Who don't know each other And are nothing like each other
1: Which I've always then, found uh, weird <laughs>
0: You find that weird? Did you meet a Daniel once and you were like What is up with you? Like, do you not know What's going on? You, you don't, you don't know, know, me? know my whole life story? We have the same name <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I have a cousin named Daniel And it's like, well, we probably have never met Yeah <laughs> Uh, but but the individualism thing is also the antidote to the nobody's thing, mm-hmm. where if you feel like you're no one, it's like, well, you're the only one of you there is. Yeah. So y- you are not you can't be nobody because you are. Completely unique. Yeah, and, and they kept unique, don't get don't get too crazy, but
1: they they did.
0: You know we're we are all human, technically. That that is what unites us is that we are all human, right? But uh, we are not all the same human. Important little balance there, balancing it. The
1: uh, it it did bring that up, like it kept talking about the individualism and all that, but it never.
0: It also came from episode twelve.
1: Yeah there was no
0: build up there was no b- to it <laughs> yeah there was no oh that's what the message has been all along you go back through the show and it's like no and i mean not really i mean i guess i could have assumed because it is inherently true but this as this being the message the whole show was sending i i don't know i'm not, i'm not convinced i mean i guess you could chalk up what mew and echo were able to accomplish to them being individuals, but I mean god all of the people they interacted all all of the people they interacted with were individuals. Yeah I I... like Danka was an individual Roz was an individual. Like and when I say I mean yes they obviously were but they were almost like exceptionally so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like all of the people they interacted with I mean this is a show that's inspired by freaking famous musicians. So if you have people based on those musicians, it's like, yeah, they're all kind of eccentric Mm -hmm. and sort of at the top of whatever, whatever hierarchy they're in right now. They're at the top of it. Like there was there was no there was okay. I say there was no there was very little dealing with the people that were at the bottom. It was kind of near was the only example of someone who wasn't you know, uh, in some way, a leader. And even then, Nier becomes kind of a leader to Light and Ritchie. Mm -hmm. But Light and Ritchie were also sticking out like sore thumbs where they were, where they weren't at the top of a hierarchy, but they were ridiculously separate from the world they found themselves in.
1: It's like... It's like they were there were seas of homogeneity and then just these itty bitty little islands of individualism. Yes. <laughs> and then it tries and, to say uh, that everybody I think, was individual.
0: Well, I, th- I think that's that therein lies where the show could have really could have really come into its own where it's like this show is or this world is in peril because there's only a few people who are even trying to be individuals
1: i thought that that was where it was gonna go i mean he had the freaking book of all the players and like everybody was like no you can't be a player because you don't have a jack
0: yes god (laughs) wow that's uh, i had forgotten about that because it so meant nothing they took away his freaking jack
1: also, and they like it feels like they like hit the reset button, not only on Echo, but on Echo and Muse relationship. Like now they're back to square one. There's mm-hmm. no romance there, even though it was building yeah, up to the God, moment. That was awful. He, he literally went on his little adventure because like he couldn't tell her that he loved her. And then he comes back and it's like, are you going to say the thing? Oh, no, you're not going to say the thing. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) And and what was what really sucked is that for a half second, God, you know, I stuck around till after the credits because the whole time I was hoping something was going to turn this around. Yep. I, I wanted it to get fixed. It wasn't completely broken yet. So when the after the credits started and we're finally getting to see Mew as Mew again, I was thinking okay this is gonna go somewhere And you know it, it's fine that he's Carrying around the equipment And maybe they're kind of sharing the equipment That can also kind of work especially since there were Two audio jacks in there I'm like okay This can this I all of this Stuff is running through my head mm-hmm. before That or like as that scene is happening mm-hmm. And then when when she Starts talking about Quote how cool he was back then
1: And how he you and Still you have, can't remember <clears throat>
0: yeah that was when I knew something was wrong mm-hmm. but but before then, when she was you know kind of going on about this one time, her boyfriend was cool. I'm like, yeah that sounds accurate. That sounds like <laughs> how that'll go sometimes whereas it's like uh you know you, you especially in like social situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where you know your significant other starts bringing up a time you did something that was like really romantic, and you're like, I don't remember that. Shut up! <laughs> like around your friends, right? It's like, no, stop, no, <laughs> shut up. I was thinking it was gonna be something like that, where she's, you know, he, he's kind of downplaying something that he did, maybe because he's embarrassed by it, right? But uh, nope, he literally forgot, and they took away. His development. It took away the symbol, the physical symbol of his character development. That is that is a sign. Like that is you literally undoing someone's growth. Because you, you manifested it literally. <sighs> My word, and, and what what are we supposed to land on with Jimmy? Like what What is the, what is this freaking message now? Also, was it seriously just you have to see people as individuals? Because, I mean, I guess he was the one who was willing to learn. He was, he was willing to meet the earless, I guess.
1: But then he showed, uh, he showed up at the end. Do do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. So before we get that after the credits thing, I was like, did Mew disappear? Is this going to be a tragedy? like like echo doesn't get to keep mew in the end and i was like well that would kind of suck but i'm willing to hear it out like maybe mew is some unconscious manifestation of uh, you know some kind of broken piece of jimmy like you know the the thing where it's like mew could be like uh, a fallen angel
2: mm-hmm. you could
0: you could see that as so he falls in love with a fallen angel but then the angel goes back to heaven. I'm like that's freaking sad, but I can I can get with that. That's a good sad story. Yeah, I mean, we,
1: like, we know a good sad story just like it.
0: Oh shoot. Oh no. <laughs> I had forgotten about it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh won't won't go too detailed on that yeah, cuz no. I mean that's really something you don't want to spoil. Yeah, no. But uh I mean, yeah, it, it. I was. Let's just say I would have been here for it. Mm-hmm. But, but, but if Jimmy's back, wait, was he back or not? And he was that just a vision? I have
1: no idea because he handed a girl a a freaking transistor-looking thingy, and she put it on her and neck. And we see that girl later. And we see her later with that kid who's got the ram in the Oasis horns. bar.
0: Yeah, he's an earless, and I'm like, okay. Uh, is this is this a second season they are setting up? Where it's like, well, here the here's these two new characters. And I'm like, I could deal with a second season if Echo and Mew's story was finished. But it literally is undone. And you almost get the tease as them getting a second season, too. I, w- I would have been fine if, like, let's just say, let's throw this out there. Here's an ending stopping the the King of the Earless kind of separates, like, let's just say Mew was a kind of hybrid between the Earless possessing him and, okay, it's it's like the Earless are possessing him, so it's like, here's the King of the Earless, it's like, revenge, like, Jimmy wants revenge now because he was betrayed, Hmm. and, you know, that's not typically a part of his nature, so he is possessed by something. Right. But, like, kind of uh redeeming both earless and mew would be like well mew is only here because she, this was a a fragment of of the the kind of fractured soul mm-hmm. that was jimmy i'm like okay sure fine it's like this is this life is fleeting because it it it's it's only a part of someone else's life right okay so jimmy's back Unfortunately, that means Mew is gone, but we can we can be convinced that the world will be a better place now. So Mew sacrifice, you know, Mew is sacrificed now. Right. But for something greater. And then, you know, when he says the next, you know, this is the end of the first cycle. This is only the the end of the beginning. So it's like, OK, well, so we, we still got more to go. So here's. Two new characters, to, you know, a new generation, starting from here, mm-hmm. that will that will change it from here. Fine. I, I would have been fine with that. It would have worked.
1: I don't, or, I don't know if I would have
0: watched it. <laughs> you don't know if you would have watched it? Yeah, it, like... Oh, it, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I probably <clears throat> wouldn't have, because, I don't know, show wasn't the best. <laughs> but... Or or you do that Or you make it to where Echo and Mew Now move on Mm -hmm. Continue to grow And their relationship has changed As well as themselves as characters And like If you're gonna bring Jimmy back You have to address what Mew was to him Even if it's Even if it's a quick Just nothing Even if it's a quick nothing explanation It needs to be some kind of explanation yeah. Like even if it was like Mew spawned from the Earless's vision of Jimmy, like they tried they tried to create their own Jimmy after uh the original Jimmy was betrayed. Or or they tried to like like you could say it was Mew was the mirror image of Jimmy coming from the Earless cuz she is an Earless. Right. So it's like you know, Jimmy is the human who who sees the good in the earless, and Mew is the earless who sees the good in the humans. Mm-hmm. I think that absolutely could have worked. Like, you know, Jimmy's the kind of hippie rock star flake kind of character, so you know, he probably doesn't have one single love interest. But <laughs> you could have a thing where it's like, okay, well, but Mew finds echo, and that is how she sees the good in all of them. Yeah. But no, we don't go there. We don't do that. We we do nothing. <laughs> it's just, it's just a big pile of nothing uh, and It sucks because it undoes everything that was good about the, the show up to that point
1: I almost, like, I, I would have been happy Because, like, the 12th episode goes almost the entire episode without showing Mew or Echo And it's like, I would have been fine
0: with You mean the 11th episode?
1: the last episode.
0: Like, sorry, uh, sorry. Oh, you're showing them together. <clears throat> well, yeah, like after
1: the uh after the the after end the, of the, the conflict, oh, wow. yeah. Um it, if they would have just disappeared off the face of the planet and then like that just be kind of like a tragedy that they acknowledge and then they show how the world has changed and actually show change, not the promise of change in the future.
0: Yeah, not not the implication that their thing that things might change. I would have That's not it's not good enough. I would have taken I, yeah, that
1: I would have taken that better, especially with them setting up a new relationship that's similar between that that girl and the earless boy, like the, because it's like this that is the beginning of the new cycle. And yeah, like
0: okay. So yeah, it would worked. You know, it's kind of like a it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. That that you would establish, and and I, yeah, I would dig that. It was kind of like, kind of like the pattern that, <laughs> is attempted. This is this is relevant. The pattern that is attempted at the end of the Last Jedi, where it's like,
2: oh, oh. You know, e-
0: even if even if the Jedi Order is destroyed, even if the books are burned, even if all the Jedi are dead, it ends with that kid. Using the force to kind of bring the the broom over to himself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, yeah, you you can't stamp it out. You know, the, the good will always rise to meet the evil, right? So you could do it—a thing where it's like, even if they're gone, this cycle will repeat itself. So, so the, it's never—it's never complete oblivion. It's never complete utopia. It's th- this pattern. People must live out this pattern.
1: There are always people that are going to shake it up.
0: Yeah. Uh, And there are always people who can see good in people they're not supposed to see good in. Now, in this case, this would be a different story because this world is supposedly more tolerant now. They would have a different a different journey, a different goal. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, okay, Hold on. It's a good thing. I've got to I've got to get this like. Out. Oh, Okay, I thought
0: you were about to tell me. I thought you were about to tell me one of your daughters woke up. No, no, no. I've got to get. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay.
1: I've got to get this out because what in the world were they trying to set up with those German girls and and Mew and then the German girls turn into bricks? I don't get it.
0: Wait, the German girls and Mew?
1: Yeah, because they were like, oh, uh, they were like another sister. Oh, I lost you. Can you not hear me?
0: i can hear you now it it cut out for like a good full second though it was weird
1: okay um no it was like uh they were they were like saying they called her like another sister of sister of something um when they first met her Hmm? do you not remember that
0: no i don't remember that sorry
1: okay they they had made some sort of connection they had made some sort of connection and there was like there was like something connecting Mew and those girls. They, they started it right at the beginning of the season or show and then they didn't do anything with them and the sisters just kept showing up every now and again and then at the very end they're yeah, they were, turned they were team they're turned into bricks and there's no explanation given there's no explanation as to what their relationship with Mew was There, there's just a complete dead end literally to a brick wall why were they bricks I need to know why they were bricks
0: <laughs> okay so when you say they were bricks they had become like monoliths that looked like the uh, uh, the veils, the symbols that, were, that were on the previously. front of their face. Yeah. Yeah. So so what I was thinking is, hey, if you got nowhere to go, at least make it funny. So maybe it was it was an attempt at humor for not really having gone anywhere with that story and having no explanation.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I, don't, I don't understand.
0: Also, that would be. I, th- I would make that assumption if it was in the hands of a competent writer, <laughs> which it clearly is not. So I can't I can't readily assume the best of it. Though, uh, in the interest of I'm not interested in, I, I'm not interested in trying to fix it for them. Mm. I'm just gonna have to assume the best and think ah they were just trying to be funny because the German girls were they were funny throughout.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were.
0: Also, I like we're Calling them German just because of the dub. There would be no indication.
1: Right. Yes. True. From the sub. There is no German Japanese the accent. Three, the
0: three sisters. The three witches. Yes. Hocus pocus. <laughs> the uh,
1: Sanderson sisters.
0: Right. <laughs> but like the canker yeah, cool, sisters. God. Dude, the, not the canker. They're not. They're not witches, are they?
1: The canker sister. No. Wait. No.
0: <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. Hold on.
1: Are the Canker sisters witches? Dude,
0: I think you could say. <laughs> now, if we were going to do some kind of analysis of Ed, Ed and Eddie, <laughs> the Canker sisters kind of work as the witches from Macbeth.
1: Yo, hold up. What? <laughs> You just took a hard left turn.
0: I mean think about the cul-de-sac as like a kingdom. That is the position they would fill. I mean, well, they could also be sirens though. Yeah, if
1: sirens that nobody's attracted to. They they they, Man, they work this, better this as the witches. Yeah. Yeah, Ed Ed and Eddie. Yeah,
0: but that's what kind of makes me think is that they've got like a, you know, like the, the kind of hag personality. I don't know. Yeah. That shoes show's art style is like, I can't tell it. Ed and Eddie's art style is incredible.
1: It's also just a fun
0: show. Game, yeah, but like you look at the animation and it's like this is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. And it's weird because it's like uh, you know it's Just a really goofy show And it's
1: meant to look so messy But it still manages to look Good while messy
0: Yeah dude it, it's beautiful but Yeah anyway uh,
1: Notice how we're talking about a show That goes nowhere but is still great
0: Yeah <laughs> Seriously like if you're gonna If you're gonna do humor do humor <clears throat> Humor being I mean okay well not comedy Traditionally comedy is just anything with a happy ending Humor is You know uh, uh, Whatever you don't expect Or whatever your subconscious expects Mm -hmm. You know that's how you get laughter Out of someone But like (laughs) This show was not what I expected And I think that's why I laughed at the end At the the end credit scene Because it was so wrong (laughs) It was so just not what was supposed to happen That it ended (coughs) up making me laugh I wasn't laughing at the misfortune of the writers. That's a, that's a different laugh. I have that laugh sometimes. And I, I'm sure I can apply it here. But but the, the the reason I was laughing this time was I was just like, this is the most incorrect the story could have ended, and I am in disbelief.
1: Man, I it was almost prophetic when I said uh, that even if it ends poorly, we'll have something to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: I did this. this is my fault
0: <laughs> and and you're right because episode 10 was so good mm-hmm. that if it somehow messed it up it, there was gonna be hell to pay yeah and i th-
1: I think that this this ending points out all the other points across the show I mean like we said we said this earlier like when it um when it made. It left little bombs all across the other episodes and detonated them all at once. It's like it it pointed out the flaws across the entire show. And it really did take a three star show, four star show to like two or one and a half.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe that's too harsh, but just the fact that i i feel nothing towards it anymore yeah i d- i don't feel any emotional connection to what went down like th- this is why this is why writing a good in- ending is important like seriously like if if the ending d- if if the ending doesn't stick like like if 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 at least the ending isn't true to what comes before it mhm just like what's worth what's worth going back to? What What's worth remembering? It,
1: Game of Thrones to itself. <clears throat> it just I don't know if it
0: squandered that much potential, but yeah, it did that thing. That's the thing that it did is like, wow, you made something so bad that even though people loved what came before it,
1: it sent ripples across space time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, God, man. How do you? How could a second season help this?
1: I don't think it could.
0: It, it, it I mean, it, it absolutely couldn't. But how could? I, I can't think of a way you fix it. I, 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 there, there's been times, you know, I can look at like the Star Wars sequels, Mm-hmm and. And you can see, you know, okay, without changing those movies as they are. I mean, same thing with the prequels. Without changing the movies as they are, you can add stuff after the fact that can fix it as a whole. I mean, look at. I think that's the animated Clone Wars show. Well, okay, yeah, Clone Wars fixes the prequels. Right. Nothing's fixed the sequels yet. Not yet, because nothing has followed the sequels. I'm, I'm sure they would love to, but I think maybe Disney is starting to realize, and, and the people who. Would be hired to work on on uh, Star Wars are starting to realize just because you think oh wouldn't it be so great if we could fix this doesn't mean you should AKA the sequel trilogy following the prequel trilogy right like the initial motivation for the Force Awakens was let's make it to where there are more good films than bad films because currently is basically dead even yeah and I say dead even even though it, Episode three better than episode one and two. Also, in my opinion, episode six, uh, quite a step down from episode four and five. So they're kind of meeting in the middle. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But like the Force Awakens is, you know, we can write this ship. We can make it to where there is more good than bad. Right. Leave the Star Wars Star Wars universe better than we found it. But, you know, good intentions. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, with this, I don't know how you can fix it. You can you can still fix Star Wars. The the thing with Star Wars is that I don't think you could ever truly destroy it. But with listeners, I don't know what you can fix. I, I don't know. The, the whole reverting his character development. You would literally have to re-revert it. You would you would have to do you, you would have to do a rise of skywalker. You would have to undo everything that happened in the previous film.
1: Huh. Uh. Like, if it was to continue, it would have to follow different characters.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like what I was thinking was going to happen was the ending showing Jimmy again. I'm like, okay, these are this is the fragments coming back together. Mm -hmm. But in the case of Echo, it feels like he has been fragmented again, where it's like this is a version of himself that existed before and he's been separated from the thing he became somehow so that means the thing he became is out there somewhere maybe not literally but it's out there and it's going to have to come back I mean it was okay how about this God help me I'm trying to fix it anyway <laughs> um, so you know how Aang Mm-hmm. Gets hit with lightning mm-hmm. while in the avatar state, so it's uh, he, he's now separated from it. Mm-hmm. But he is eventually able to return to it. But for a good bit of the show, he's unable to use the avatar state. He loses his get out of jail free card. Yeah. So y- you could do it as some way like that, but th- this was the wrong time to do it. <laughs> You're gonna have to do a lot of work. <laughs> To write that ship, and I don't think it's worth it. No. But I guess in 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 another way, it could, it could be like with the legend of Korra. Where but you would have to highlight it as like a meaningful separation. Like, you know, when when she really is cut off forever right. from the previous avatars. You, you make it to where in some way, even though she can't talk to them, that legacy still exists. Like she and she still is that legacy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they really tried to do that in the Star Wars sequels. They really tried to, and it didn't quite work out
2: Mm-mm.
0: because they ended up uh, they got cold feet. They undid it, but I you could have done that. You could have made it to where there was a meaningful separation. From himself and, and who he was, who it be, he had become. But he could still just, ah, ah man. <laughs> you can't fix it. I don't know. I don't think you could fix it. You certainly couldn't fix it and make the original writer happy. That's for dang sure.
1: Or you couldn't. I, you couldn't fix it and make the first season any more watchable.
0: Yeah, no. The first season would still be awful. It would be impossible to recommend it to people. It'd be as like, it is now.
1: It'd be like, skip the first season.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't recommend this to people. I, this sucks, man. I The good thing about Fire Force is that I can recommend people start at season one and then stop. And just convince yourself it didn't continue. Yeah. But... In the case of listeners, no, I can't recommend it, and it's, I, I've got to stop recommending things I haven't finished to people, mm. because now I've got to retract the recommendation of listeners, yeah. to some folks.
1: Be like, yeah, no, don't don't watch. <laughs> you will be disappointed. What,
0: what, you know what sucked was uh, I saw a YouTube video, or I saw a thumbnail. I didn't watch the video.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The it, it was, uh, it was titled "Listeners." Mappa's dumpster fire, or Studio Mappa's oh, dumpster fire. and no. I was like, and I was, I was coming off the high of episode ten, and I was like, eh, whatever. This this anime YouTuber, he you can't trust him. <laughs> can't trust him as far as you can throw him. But uh who, baby?
2: They're right. That
0: video was probably dead on. Yeah, probably. Maybe I wouldn't agree with some of the stuff, but man, do I agree that we should be kicking this thing while it's down. <laughs> I, I would join in on the bullying. Ugh, I don't. I don't know what else I can say. I. I, I mean, I could. I could go on about the stuff that I that was good, but it, it's it's tragic that there's any good in it at <gasps> all. It the so whole movie, bad.
1: the whole movie, or the whole show. The whole show was that <laughs> was that dude with the with the red nose. Um, that that traveling worker dude That's what this show was Like at the very end he was like Yeah I raised that boy He's like what no
0: <laughs> What do you mean the whole show was him
1: Like it, it kept he kept popping in every now and again Just like kind of like Hey yeah I'm still not that great of a show And then at the very end he's like yeah mm, I made it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh yeah Oh okay yeah, well, but it sounds like you you, you say you, you assume someone has confidence when they're in. <laughs> but this felt like it had no confidence. And I, and I think because it, it couldn't figure out how to end it, it kept trying to end it, but it kept setting up sequels.
1: Well, ah. it kept trying to end it, but it kept doing that thing where somebody tries to end a story and they just keep doing run on sentences.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, my <sighs> God. I watched Wonder Woman 1980,
1: 1984, no, no, Boy, you
0: didn't. <laughs> boy is that run-on sentence, the movie, <laughs> that might have the worst script ever put into a superhero film, and I say that without hesitation, because the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie have what must be five minutes of run-on sentences, unbroken uh, from one character. Who are who are saying nothing They're they're reading they're reading inspirational Instagram quotes It is it is spectac- it, it is spectacularly awful It's also like two and a half hours long
1: I watched um I watched on YouTube there was this I don't know where it came from that <laughs> just popped up in my recommended uh, And I'm a slave to the recommended so I clicked Um
0: but oh man, I straight up ignore that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but it was the Scottish dude talking about why nineteen like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was terrible. Um,
0: was it Critical Drinker?
1: I I I don't know. I just I Is he Scottish? Maybe maybe it was. Um
0: It'll be fine. That guy.
1: Something like that. Yeah, he kept like popping okay, up like man. little.
0: Now, here's the thing. There's more than one Scottish person who reviews movies. It's just Critical Drinker is the one that I like. But so yeah, I want it to be him.
1: He was just talking about just all the I, I watched the whole video. And it is just like baffling 1984 and how it just fell
0: apart. <laughs> Red Letter Media did an hour long review for it. Jeez. Jeez, I think that's that's if not the longest, it's one of the longest videos they've ever done. And it had like production value like they 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 put the effort into making it known this one is awful. <laughs> and.
1: <sighs> yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about listeners. I'm just so disappointed.
0: Yeah, it's it made itself hard to fight for.
1: Did you see the animation drop in quality?
0: I noticed there was an increased reliance on the CGI, but I think maybe I just chalked that up to being this is a scene with a lot of mechs. It was I I guess I'd buy it. It was kind of dropped in quality. It was this
1: part where it was the part where they were falling into the pit. And it wasn't necessarily a drop in quality. It was just like they weren't using their best animators. It felt like. Very choppy while also being Hmm. kind of fluid. It was really weird and threw me off and just it felt like they were falling down a well in like a uh, an anime music video.
0: (laughs) I think that was just a problem with the scene composition in general. It felt very, uh, what is this? It felt very much like a, like a little pocket dimension scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Which I mean, I I figured maybe this is because, I mean, a a lot of this show has kind of existed on a not literal realm. So maybe this is just Hmm. one of them situations, but man, I don't know. I, I, I can't be bothered to figure it out either.
1: Um. Uh I would say that this sets my soul ablaze about as much as a wet rag could.
0: <laughs> and it's it's water. It's not kerosene. Because man. <laughs> yeah, <no>. Kerosene rag. <laughs> kerosene rag really, really gets the soul part. <laughs> uh but yeah, I d I don't have anything to say. Or right, anything else to say. I mean, we could get into the pillars, but What would we find?
1: Honestly, at this point, the show has been successful at making me not care anymore.
0: (laughs) How about, okay. So since this is the last episode of the season, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: let's, we might as well go through the pillars and just, just give it, give it the, give it its due, I guess.
1: (laughs) Just the final few kicks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, legacy. Legacy. This is not a good start. (laughs) (laughs) Legacy of nothing. Uh, (laughs) Legacy of this went nowhere.
1: More like just throwing away every legacy.
0: More like insisting on paper. Something came of this, but not being able to show any evidence. And in fact, destroying some of the evidence you had at the time. (sighs) Like, You did your homework. Then you fed it to your dog, and are now presenting something that is totally different. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, not much of a legacy.
1: Mm -mm. Potential.
0: No tragedy. Okay, okay. Potential. You're trying to set up potential while being diametrically opposed to it. Mm -hmm. Like from a, from a, a. What would you call that? From a worldview perspective, you were demonstrating you were opposed to achieving potential. You went back to being Peter Pan after you grew up. Yep. What a freaking disaster. Okay, tragedy. I think they tried to have their cake and eat it, too. Who sacrifices anything in this?
1: I I don't know, because Lydon and Richie, they come back. uh, They
0: literally come back. Then... uh, Tommy Walker got a very undeserved posthumous
1: redemption
0: uh, redemption. But the old man, where's he?
1: Yeah, old old man, the man 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 murdered in cold blood. Old man is still dead, and it feels like he kind of died for nothing. I don't know what his death was building towards now.
0: He was murdered in cold blood by someone who then died. (laughs) And is only after the fact being given some kind of redemption, even though we get homies dead
1: and he wasn't getting redeemed for the things that he did on Earth. It was just like he was kind of getting some sort of fake redemption for his worldview. Uh, Like he was kind of
0: right, even though he wasn't. (sighs) I... I can compare this. To Vegeta's redemption in Dragon Ball Z. At the end of Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Which is, Vegeta was dead, but in Dragon Ball, people dying is not treated so finally. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest criticisms of it. But death is more like, it's more of a... Mental or not mental. It's more of a psychological death that people go through in Dragon Ball. But they, they eventually they, they come back and they normally come back stronger. Mm, OK, so
1: like Gandalf. Vegeta
0: dies. Yes, actually exactly like that. Uh, but v- Vegeta dies at some point. But whereas Goku died. Goku died. Fighting and, you know, died Trying to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. whereas Vegeta kind of Vegeta dies doing the right thing, but it's an atonement where he has he 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 did he he, uh, relapses into his villainous uh, nature, Mm. Uh, and it's and it's very tragic. It's it's a very emotional character arc. It's my favorite in, in all of Dragon Ball, bar none. But he he relapses into his villainous nature. He kind of goes back into being a conqueror, mm-hmm. uh, and, and because he he lusts for what he lost, even though what he has he himself would consider better. He still wants what he had back. He wants his edge back. Okay. And in 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 order to get that edge, he has to become subservient to something, which is symbolic. I mean, he mm-hmm. he was he he had become kind of his his own person. He he was no longer just the prince of planet Vegeta, which he was named after the planet. He, he's <laughs> no longer you know subservient to something. He he's no longer subservient to to Frieza either. He becomes you know he's free now. Right. And he's starting a family, and as much as he. Uh, feels like an alien, because he is an alien on Earth. He has goals and things that he's working towards. Mm-hmm. But then this whole time he's kind of been resentful that he was domesticated, per se. So he becomes subservient to an evil that gives him power, that lets him kind of relive that, but he regrets it, and then he atones for it by sacrificing himself, to to give some people weaker than him which is the kind of person he hates, a chance to survive.
2: Hmm. And
0: then later on in the show, uh, when uh, it's it's up to Goku to stop uh, 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 not Majin Buu, not Super Buu, Kid Buu. When it's up to Goku to, to stop Kid Buu at the end, who's the greatest threat that existence has ever faced, Okay, Vegeta is the one that has to kind of stand at the sidelines and accept he can't do anything, <clears throat> or accept that he can't win. But he did fight. He did try to, uh, his, his you know, when, when they die, they get, like, temporary angel bodies they can use. It's very confusing. But uh, <coughs> post-death, he tries to fight Boo. He can't do it, But he but he fights with everything he's got. To try and save the, to try and save the universe, and then at the end, when they get the wish from Shenron to to bring everyone back to life, the wish is bring back, <laughs> uh, uh uh bring back all of the good people that Boo killed, hmm. and Vegeta is brought back to life, and he doesn't realize it at first. Someone else has to point it out, and it it like it it gets it it hurts his heart. <laughs> <laughs> it like, mm. you know, he has another emotional scene where it's like he has that moment where he was forgiven and it's it like overwhelms him. Mm. But
1: sounds... Tommy
0: Walker doesn't get that. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What are you going to say?
1: <laughs> oh, it's just like that sounds really like I've actually heard somebody talk about that before. Um Like uh, they said yeah, is s-
0: the best character. In Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like they said <laughs> that, like, that.
1: Uh, you know. I, I had heard, you know, somebody wished for all the good people to come back. And then like Vegeta, like, doesn't think that he was going to come back. And then somebody pointed like, hey, look, your halo has gone. Yeah. Or something like, like that.
0: He thinks this is goodbye. <clears throat> he accepts this is goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they, they bring him back. Or uh, Shenron brings him back. That
1: Shenron, sounds Shenron like who, her... who's
0: a, a magical dragon.
1: That sounds you like know, a really rough finish. emotional scene, though.
0: Oh, Yes. <laughs> Oh, it broke me Uh, after what had already broke me was the speech Vegeta gives. And it's not a speech Vegeta gives to anyone else. It's an internal monologue you get from him as he's watching Goku fight Boo, doing the thing that he couldn't do, which Vegeta his whole life has been struggling with inadequacy and not being the best. And that's why he was villainous before. You know, it's it's what makes him lustful is that it could give him power. They have have power Mm -hmm. over others. Which is what he wants, right? But now he's he is seeding uh, the ground to Goku that that Goku is the one who inspires him because Goku does the things he can't do, and it's like that's the best vision of Goku you get. The best vision of Goku is the Goku that Vegeta sees, uh, which is why any time a story doesn't involve Vegeta and just involves Goku, it's like wow, this show sucks. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tommy Walker doesn't get any of that. Mm. He, he he He's handed that while not earning any of it. Yeah. It's like the, there was no sign that there was any good in Tommy Walker to begin with. Nope. He downplays the fact that there is a Tommy Walker. He says that the, he's just a reflection of the wills of the people. Now, here's the thing. That's not something you want to be. And it's also not something anyone is. Also, he's, And that's the message. Also,
1: he's but listen. killing the people.
0: <laughs> well, yes. But but, but but listen. That's not something anyone can be. Because according to the show, they agree with this. There is no person that represents everyone. Because people are all different. They're all individuals.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, when you say this, this person... You know, a king can only represent the nation. He cannot represent the individuals inside of it. Right. But now they want Tommy Walker to still be the reflection of the human's will, which is something he lied about in order to be a tyrant, but they're saying, Oh, now the people forgive him. So maybe this is Tommy Walker saying he, he or not forgive. They understand. So Tommy Walker now understands. So the people understand. And I'm like, how freaking dare you by your own metric? <sighs> <sighs> what a disaster And what would that be That would be the what were we talking about? We were I think talking we're, about, we're talking
1: about tragedy Yeah friggin tragedy
0: <laughs> yeah, Indeed uh, <laughs> But okay the last one being Cooperation versus coercion <laughs> What are you laughing at what I'm
1: laughing at the fact that only Echo Could do it <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh uh. oh. It was It was not something anyone could do It was something everyone was trying Yeah, he didn't do anything different
1: He just stood he with his hands appro- behind his back
0: <laughs> Approach listeners With a mech To stop it He did nothing different until he got in the, the, the mind palace <laughs> And was able to To remind Mew who she was Which I, I like the, the part Where it's The thing that is given a name And Echo gives her her name So therefore she is Able to be something mm-hmm. She's able to be an individual Because she's been given a name Like Yes good job But wow Does it not matter? Because you made sure it didn't. I I don't know. We we can't keep rambling. I'm just, I'm just going to, it's just going to hurt more.
1: It already hurts. Cooperation
0: versus coercion. I mean, freaking, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Cooperation didn't work in episode 11 at all. Yeah, no. Bringing enemies like Denka and Roz together. (laughs) It didn't, it didn't matter.
1: And also I mean, the, the whole did, message we talked about this, the, you know, you will do something that anyone can do, but when you do it, it'll be undoubtedly only you could have done it. And it's like, if, yeah, but, but it was
0: only, only he could have done, done, from done, from done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like God, it. I, Freaking understand, dude. I how did it? (laughs) How did it get this bad? You always assume that when there's when there's problems Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in the 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 middle of the show, you're like, okay, well, maybe it's it's a mistake, but it's going to lead somewhere good. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes mistakes are made in order to make the ending good. And I think those are the good ones that you know that that's some you sacrifice in order to make the ending uh, uh, uh worth it. Right. But man. Was it just a sign of things to come? Like but it's also like, no, this is gonna turn out to be a total mistake. What
1: a what a fake out. What a fake out fluke episode ten was. Like Yeah. It, because it felt like there were there were threads when when episode ten came out, it was like it showed all the good parts. It showed all the threads that it was weaving together.
0: Even if it was yeah, just episode like episode ten is
1: of one thread that had some branches that were coming back into it. But then
0: I, I was <sighs> as of episode ten, I was like, okay, Echo, his his character, ten out of ten now. And if the show just becomes about him for these last two episodes, mm-hmm. it will have salvaged everything it could salvage. And then it's just not that. Yep. It just isn't.
1: In fact, it is the opposite of that. Episode 11 is everything but Echo.
0: Yeah, and then episode 12 doesn't give him much to do either. You notice how episode 11 ends on him standing on that junk pile ready to face her?
1: Yeah, I I keep thinking that... It doesn't have
0: much to do with it.
1: I keep thinking that that fight is at the end of episode 11 and that he's not even in episode 12 until the end credits scene the sorry the second end credits scene
0: <sighs> yeah no i mean he's all throughout episode 12 he just doesn't do anything he certainly doesn't do what you thought he was going to do which you would assume is not what you got walking towards her while doing a shield on the equipment just doing something totally where where was like how did he get through to
1: her? He found her crying. Like, how did in he the get in the Mind palace? palace? Oh, I don't know.
0: No, but how did he get there? I, I I understand how he does what he does after he's in there, but how did he get in there? I
1: think he used the speakers and, to explode her.
0: Yeah, how did he do that though?
1: He shot out a bunch of uh, of, of ox jacks that uh, went into all the speaker <sighs> junk.
0: Yeah. Where did that come from? I didn't understand that. I totally forgot about that even because I was like, whoa, there's a new move. (laughs) We got to stop. It's just going to hurt worse. We went we went through the pillars. (laughs) There's. I, I think you can only enjoy the show after the fact. If you just selectively remember parts. Or if maybe you weren't paying very close attention to begin with, which is a good way of saying it's not. Mm-mm. It's just not good. This, in the end, this didn't turn out well at all.
1: It, it dug its own grave with a friggin C4. It,
0: it almost feels like they were trying to do something unexpected at the end. But why? when the expected would have been so much better. Well, not only than the alternative that we got, but better than what you had done so far. Yep. Like it was an improvement to get on track, you know, to, 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 to finally start telling, you know, like a hero's journey story. That, that was the improvement. God. I, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, looking forward to Spiral Hour Season Four, whatever we're gonna call it, where we cover Doctor Stone, Stone Wars.
1: We cover good shows. Attack on
0: Titan. Yeah, and, and, and which, wow, dude. Uh, I'm hearing from people who I don't hear get excited about much that Attack on Titan is fantastic.
1: Um, it season four so far. Started out a little confusing because it starts with a, uh, a different time, or like a, a time skip in one direction or the other. Um, and I couldn't place it for a little bit. <clears throat> mm. um, so I and it had been a while since I had watched season three. So I had to play a little bit of catch up, but I'm, I'm in it now. So. Yeah, but I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep I'm going to keep relatively quiet. Because I want to I want to I want to watch back through it again before I start, okay. like, formulating a full opinion, because, like, like I said, it's it for me, it's almost like very isolated so far because it, it hasn't really tied itself back into season three very much from where I'm at, because I'm, I'm a little behind um, the release schedule. So,
0: OK, uh, well, I, I heard this. Relatively recently, which I mm. found exciting, okay. was someone said, you know that thing that everyone wants their favorite show to become? And they said, Attack on Titan is the only show that has done it. And I'm like, that's big praise. <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of hyperbolic, I would say. yeah, A little. But... Man, does it mean it? Hmm. And this was said. This was said by someone who, who doesn't throw compliments like this out very uh, frequently. Like I, I, I would safe to say that they are pretty jaded on anime oh, right now. Oh, okay. But this one has like, it, it's done more. Okay, it's done more than restore their faith. Oh, it satisfied them.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: It, it, it's. They've made it's made it to where even if they never watched or enjoyed another anime, Attack on Titan satisfied them. It was like they can take all the ones they liked from childhood, all the ones from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and they can take Attack on Titan and they're satisfied with anime as a medium.
1: <laughs> that, that is that is bold words.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bold words for someone not on a unicycle. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, that made me pretty excited about it.
1: All right. I'll 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 probably get caught up within this week and I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll send you a very short non-spoiler uh, thing about how I'm feeling at that point.
0: OK, cool. But yeah, uh, that'll be next season. Uh, I'm not going to say when it's going to air because I don't know when. Uh, what we're going to try to do is get a few episodes recorded mm-hmm. before we release any. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe. Um... <sighs> yeah, I know. I just I, I don't want to say anything yet. It's a got, surprise. I got a few ideas. <laughs> it's a surprise. Yeah. And hey, and I got some ideas. Yeah,
1: we it might be on somebody's birthday. So. And I don't know who's. There's 365 of them.
0: <laughs> There's 365 birthdays. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if someone was born on a leap year? Does that mean they haven't aged? They only age every four years? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you didn't know that?
0: Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I was just asking. It's not that I didn't know, it's I'm asking. It sounds like something that could be the case.
1: Yeah. Scientifically proven.
0: I'm not interested in that. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's it's useful, yes. But that wasn't the the kind I was referring to. It wasn't the kind of explanation I was referring to. Because, I mean, it kind of means something when you can't have your birthday on the same day you were born every year. It doesn't mean nothing. My favorite, my favorite thing to say when I have no leg to stand on, (laughs) which is when I bring up something, it doesn't sound as convincing as I thought. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's not everything, but it's not nothing.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, man, just any excuse to not talk about listeners.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we're just we're dancing around it now. And we got to end this one. I'm afraid listeners was a Big old disappointment. Uh,
1: <laughs> to, to the poor people who were listening, knowing the outcome of listeners.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for
1: hanging in there.
0: <laughs> and I am so sorry to the ones who watched it along with us. <sighs> hopefully we gave you some... Hopefully this one was a little therapeutic. <laughs> hopefully, maybe you disagreed with us? <laughs> I mean... I'm willing to hear anything at this or point. I seriously.
1: Maybe maybe they just watched episode 11 thinking that we only watched one episode. <laughs> so we can oh God, spare them from episode 12.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they just listened to the podcast without watching the show and have just been like, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Because dude uh I, I was listening to castle super beast and every once in a while they would talk about game of Thrones mm-hmm. and uh you know I was like this too many things happen in the show it's too long to where if i hear the spoilers now they'll really stick with me mm-hmm. if i ever come back to watch it but boy was i happy when that episode came around that was saying it's just the most awful it's ever been and no one watch it Don't waste your time (laughs) Because I was like wow How many hours did that just save me What levels of anguish was I just Rescued from because I didn't get rescued from How I Met Your Mother I got hit with the full force Of that nuke Oh was it bad Oh good. it's Game of Thrones bad It's just it's the The sitcom version Of how bad Game of Thrones was Mm. You know It's just a different genre Different format. Jeez.
1: Uh, well, on to next time when we talk about good shows. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: Uh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> Go Beyond Plus Ultra. Uh, when did you say My Hero Season 5 was oh, starting up? that's a good question. I was actually just wondering. It might where... also be in uh, uh, Spiral Hour Season 4. I know it's coming early-ish 2021. <laughs> it, it, watch it end up being around Oops, summer
1: I typed in season fifty six um, we're
0: not there yet
1: oh okay uh march twenty seventh so we've got okay. we've got we've got a little ways
0: yeah, okay yeah, 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 yeah. Well, sooner than I sooner than I thought yeah. Alrighty well, go beyond plus ultra. Uh, hope you' all enjoyed it. Uh, sad to see the breakers dream, uh, get relegated to the side temporarily. It hasn't died yet. No, no, not yet. But, uh, in a world where the best we can find is listeners. It's hard to get excited about what's new, yeah. even though it almost seems like next season is just going to undo all that. It's going to be like yeah, doctor. Stone, oh, yeah. My hero. And I mean, and, uh, well, I this mean, season we're tackling Attack on Titan differently. Right,
1: so. right. We're going to be starting with season one and doing it in chunks all the way up through. To season four, because yeah. hopefully by the time we get to season four, uh, the dub will at least be airing, if not completed. Because I think that season four is only yeah. going to be twelve episodes.
0: Uh, well, uh, the, the the fourth season dub is airing right now. Oh, it's on the front page of Funimation. So cool. It should be done by then, definitely.
1: Uh, let me let me make sure of that season four uh, episode count. Let's see. Oh, oh, you know, four. Four. Please give me more than just how many current episodes Oh Looks like there are only yep. eight episodes announced I wonder if it's going to be longer than eight episodes Or if it's going to be only Is it done? Eight episodes I only see that there are four episodes out
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay
1: um, Gotcha But that's interesting
0: Well, this, this is stuff for us to talk about uh, off of the episode
1: Right, true, so. true
0: but Yeah, here we go uh, into Breakers, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. That was something great. That we was, got us.
1: and we got it. We got more uh, coming eventually uh, from the, the show people, not from us. Uh, maybe I don't know. Gosh, goodbye.
0: <laughs> I, have, I have a question. I have an answer. Last question: Was the only good to come out of season three, Jujutsu Kaisen, as far as things?
1: Like we continued new?
0: to enjoy. Yeah. Like new well, things. Well, I mean breakers was all new things. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh my gosh. Uh, I there had to have been something else, right? I Oh man.
0: I mean the Fire Force was a colossal disappointment. Ugh. Colossal. Decadence was okay. Decadence was Okay, good. yeah,
1: decadence. Decadence. Oh, <sighs> All right, we got at least two.
0: (laughs) Two good shows. Uh, It's not amazing, but it was good. Yeah, it
1: was was good. good.
0: (laughs) And in between Breakers airing, we were able to, um, which did you notice? We only did one beach episode. I thought we did more. We did Trigun. Warm
1: Bodies. We did do Warm Bodies.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good beach episode. We were going to do a lot more beach episodes. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, looking back, uh, we should have, which is why we're changing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're going to have beach episodes every single episode. Uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't watch listeners
0: just just yes yeah, give it I'm afraid I'm afraid you gotta skip it <sighs> uh but yeah uh w- whoa hey um should I check our email
1: yeah check it check it real quick see if there's anything that came in I'll if, just do it
0: while I'm on here if nothing came no, in just
1: cut it <laughs> just cut all cut all no, this no, to dialogue yeah
0: <laughs> If nothing came in, I'm not going to cut it Because it'll be funny I'm not against Not against, you know Ragging on myself a little Oh my god, it's got a very Freaking verify We haven't
1: announced the email or We haven't like advertised the email in so long
0: Yeah, well here, I'll be right back real quick You, you I gotta go grab my phone because I had to send me a verification code. Oh yeah, I'm yeah I'm trying to log into Gmail Cause BRB <laughs>
1: We got all the people breaking in. To our emails. To read anime. Riveting.
0: Y'all missed it. I did a freaking sick tactical roll across my bed.
1: I can picture it now.
0: Yeah, rheumatoid arthritis riddled torn ACL me. (laughs) Oh, it's not torn anymore. Oh, good. It's back. It's just new.
1: Wait, was this uh, the—I can't remember. Did you do the the one that's from your hamstring, or did you do the one that's from a a dead guy?
0: I did one from me hamstring, because here's what they said. They were like, uh, so one of these is going to hurt a lot more, and it'll take a while to recover. Uh, And the other one might not— might not Uh, take be as effective okay yeah it it would take it just it might not be as effective in the long term Mm. so my response was if i ended up re-tearing this thing because i was afraid of a little pain i don't think i could ever forgive myself so i was like bring on the pain (laughs) but yeah uh so we got uh (laughs) nothing Probably because we are an advertising email. <laughs> uh, the email is spiralhourpodcast.com. You just you know shoot us an email there if you just want to uh, give us a maybe a suggestion. Wait, wait.
1: Spiralhourpodcast.com or spiralhourpodcast at gmail.com? I'm
0: sorry. That one, <laughs> The one you said. I said that the last time, too. Spiralhourpodcast at gmail.com. That's where we're at. But uh, the only reason I brought that up was because. For whatever reason, our listen, our, our, our like uh, uh, plays, I guess, mm-hmm. have skyrocketed.
1: Hmm. Which, which episodes?
0: Uh, It's kind of across them.
1: OK. Well, that's good.
0: Uh, typically, when I look at a week by week basis, it tends to be the newer ones. However, the ones that do do better Seems to be mostly season one and season two.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: In fact, our most popular episodes are the Promare episode, t- complete standalone. I'm being vindicated here. <laughs> the standalone episode and the standalone episode for fully coolly Progressive.
1: Oh. And
0: I think if I could just if I could just take a take a quick second to give myself a little pat on the back <laughs> for titling those two. Now, Promare's is a little little obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just PROMARE in all caps with three exclamation points. That's the title of the episode. Yeah. But the title for the Fully Coolie, or no, uh, it's the Fully Cooly alternative one. Oh, okay. The, the title for that one is World's Ending, Make It a Good One yeah (laughs) how do you not click that (laughs)
1: that's a good one it's good clickbait too you did a good job
0: (laughs) Uh, but yeah okay well uh I guess if if anyone's listening You want to give us an email Uh, Recommendations would be nice Because man, do we not know what to freaking watch And then I guess Uh, if you disagree with us I want to hear that Oh yeah, we
1: would love to hear uh, Don't feel any any fear We're not going to tear you apart We want to hear opposing viewpoints You're
0: you're also not going to hurt our feelings Oh yeah, no Just (laughs) because (laughs) It's anime Come on So now we're going to get angry. Who's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, in that case, yeah, bring it on. You know what's particularly encouraging to my weeb heart? The fact that our uh, uh, the second most popular country where we get listens from is Japan. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Never been there. But I do like those funny Cartoon Man shows y'all make. <laughs> now we're get more hate mail. Uh, yeah, now we gotta wrap this up. This is gone for four Let's far see. Too we've long. said that Almost it's just hours.
1: anime. We've said that they are cartoons. Anything else you want to say about anime? <laughs> uh,
0: Neon Genesis Evangelion sucks. And we will
1: always <laughs> we will always choose the dub over the sub.
0: <laughs> not always. I can't even make that. I can't even make you halfway up there. But we'll try it first, which is bad enough. But yeah, but, but, listeners does not deserve two hours, so we're cutting it off short. Yes. Before we can make it to two hours. Yeah, no, it does
1: not deserve that. See
0: you all next season. See you on the other side. I goodbye. This is
1: bye.